self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i still say fuck greg also known as calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on mr on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener later portion of the show. So if you still have, if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, conversationconartist, and send it to us that way. And we have two, one of which is going to highly annoy me for the whole rest of this show, I'm sure. But it's whatever. Um... This is from Colin. Yes. Episode 226.1. The last episode was named 13 Reasons Weinstein. Mm -hmm. His email is titled 13 Reasons Weinerschnitzel, a.k.a. Pounded Meat. Oh, really? Just (laughs) touche for for rising to the challenge, Colin. (laughs) <laughs> you did this to yourself. I did. It will never end. Colin is too smart. He knows words. But touche. <laughs> he went to a whole nother fucking language. He did. You this ain't gonna be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, y'all? So I did a somewhat distracted listen today, and I'm gonna have to have a live listen right up in my email that will be episode two twenty-six point two. But for the point one version, I wanted to answer the question posed in last week's episode. Browser history or text? For me, by far, my texts. Trust me, there are some embarrassing texts, but they're mostly just the slide into my DMs variety. I'm good with that since I was always just a single guy trying to holler. My browser history, though? (laughs) Listen, y'all, I need one of those men in black flashy erasure thingies for my damn browsing history, search engine history. Laugh my ass off. It's not all porn either. I'm just not afraid to look up weird shit on the internet. (laughs) Shout out to Red trying to play off like she didn't search pegging on her own. Laugh my ass off. I okay. did it. <laughs> also, the title of this email, did you know that schnitzel is a thin slice of meat fried in fat? The meat is usually thinned by pounding with a meat tenderizer. That will make a really good porn title, laugh out loud. <laughs> Built stud chef pounds schnitzel with his organic natural tenderizer. Really laugh my ass off. Cheers, me. I hate. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that letter colin thank you um, and i did not look up peggy i didn't even know it existed until that person on the dating website i didn't know it was a thing know Pagan existed. no why would i know that why do you know well you watch porn but well because i watch porn don't mean i should know what happens in the homosexual persuasion of it because but Pagan isn't homosexual well that's what it's labeled as when you on porn sites really yeah because it's women doing it but <laughs> I know, but it you know, if you're trying to cater to straight men on your porn site, you cannot put <laughs> women pegging men in the middle of black ebony porn. <laughs> straight men will go to another website. True. That being said, on Pornhub in the ebony section, it's now starting to integrate some of that oh, into it. Pegging and uh, transsexual and, mm-hmm. and with some transsexuals if you're just scrolling by looking at the pictures <laughs> you know 
For 80% of them, I'd be like, nope, that's a dude. Nope, that's a dude. And then, and I know that's probably bad. I could say that's a woman, but, you know, I'm just, that's just this how my porn brain works. I'm not in functional social justice <laughs> responsibility mode when I'm here. I'm already where I ain't supposed to be. So I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, and, and, and then I'll scroll past one and I'll be like, hmm, click. And then I'll be like, hmm. I'll read down below. Mm -mm, nope. Back. Dude, you know, oh it's, it's, you know. All right. Sometimes you can't tell. Sorry. <laughs> well, sorry for me. Appreciate that, Colin, man. Again. Nerd Plate. <sighs> the title is I Tried to Live Listen, but this came from Leroy Ketchum. He'll get to my fucking nerves, and y'all will see why. <laughs> what the fuck is up? In the interest of annoying Red as much as possible, Mr. On Point, please use as many of the words that annoy her, including but not limited to moist, meat, pussy. Also use words like throat goblin, etc., etc. Use your best judgment here. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> now on the brass tacks. This is actually this directed towards one of your most loyal listeners to Mr. Colin. I do appreciate when he's on the show and how he shares in getting on Red's nerves as much as I do. I heard you're looking for a black nerd podcast. Bring your ass on over to the nerd plate. We got everything you need and you can listen whenever you get done with this podcast. In regards to Shogun's email, um, D-Wade, to me, is doing the right thing as letting his offspring express themselves. As someone who works with children on a pretty regular basis, I've seen plenty of kids struggle with their own identities, uh, issues, identity issues. In my mind, who really care what anybody do? Now, personally, with my kids, I haven't prepared how to deal with when and if the situation presents itself. At the end of the day, if you want to suck big dick, suck it like a champion. My motto is do what makes you happy and don't let nobody stop you. And he lives like that, everybody. He really just does. want to make sure you know he lives the fuck like that to the extreme. He is not just saying of that. what I've ever seen, and <laughs> it, it's admirable. Um, continuing. Fuck Greg, LOL. That's just fucked up. He is a fucked up ass person. <laughs> If we start listening to niggas like Alexis Sky and Boosie, I think we need to reevaluate our thinking. <laughs> I do appreciate what Boosie and the rest of Trill fam gave us. Rest in peace, little fat. But please believe Boosie ain't on any list of niggas to ask advice from, <laughs> let alone Webby or Alexis Sky. Hell, anybody that's famous for shooting videos in the strip club and throwing money. Not saying that it's not impossible, but 9.7 out of 10 niggas that do can't be too damn intellectual. That's why I want T.I. to shut the fuck up and rap. <laughs> well, it's time for a snack, so I'm going to fuck with you. Leroy Ketchum. P.S. Meat positivity shirts, please. Oh, my God. Meat positivity shirts. Listen, let me tell y'all something about these Negroes. I invited these Negroes into my home, okay? And I painted a chalkboard wall because I thought, oh, that'll be cute. I can paint a chalkboard wall when I have everybody come over. They can all write stuff on the wall and it'll be up. And of course, I should have known that meat positivity somehow, some way was going to make it into my home. And it did in the form of On Point and Leroy Ketchum. Because both of you niggas are just, you are who you are. Yes. Um... And so now I have dick randomly written on my wall and a new equation that On Point came up with for meat positivity. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much for that. Just grand. 
grand. Um, yeah, I mean, Boosie, Alexis Scott, all, you know, they're only good for talking about what you shouldn't do and how you shouldn't think and behave. Like, they're good um, lessons of what not to do. They're cautionary tales. That's what they serve as. Okay. And yes, Greg is a shit human, and I will always feel that way. And nobody anywhere will ever be able to make me feel any differently because I don't give a fuck about. Well, he has to live his life. He's supposed his life was supposed to stop because his wife got all the time. Yes, for better or for worse, motherfuckers. Ugh. Fuck him, and I hope she haunts the shit out of him. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, what I'm going to do is go down a list of, um, the highest ranked words for a penis. Um, dick is number one. Of course it is. Cock is number two. That's so white. It's very white, but you know, we each race got to have, they, I feel like dick is ours. <laughs> I feel like cock is theirs. I think that's how it works. Pecker, okay. knob, which is more British. Okay. British. Uh, wang. That's British too, isn't it? Wang. It don't. It ain't saying that it's British here. It just say wang. Willy, which I've heard. Chode, which is a term used for a penis that is more, more thick than it is long. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who come? Okay. <laughs> member. I've heard that. Which comes from the Latin term membrum viral. Viral. Translates to male member. Okay. Tool. Schlong. That's an old throwback. Yeah, it is. It says a schlong is a penis that is quite a bit longer than average. Schlong. You had to repeat it. <laughs> Dong. Joystick. Oh my God. The meat show. The pleasure pump. Johnson. That's another throwback. Yeah. Johnson is a classic and it's been used for decades. The yeah. origin of the term is disputed between Lyndon B. Johnson or Masters and Johnson. I don't know what Masters and Johnson is. I don't either. It sounds familiar though. Pizzle, which is German. That sounds like Snoop. Snoot. Snoop. Snoop. Pizzle for shizzle. Oh. Pizzle. <laughs> That'd be weird. Prick. The Bone Ranger. Oh my God. The Porker. Action Jackson. Oh my God. Richard. Richard. You know, well, Richard. You know. Yeah, Richard is. That's white. Where does that come from? I have no idea. White man. people, please help me. I don't understand where you get. Bill from William, and my brother's name is William, and he will fuck you up if you call him Bill because it doesn't make sense to him. It doesn't make sense to us either. And Richard and Dick, and and there's um Robert and Bobby. Robert, Bobby, I can maybe see a little bit better. Not me. But I don't. I don't understand. Weenie, Wiener, hot dog, disco stick, oh plunker, one eyed monster, tiny Tim, manhood, meat shaft, boner, noodle, nut cannon, heat seeking moisture missile, vagina miner, pocket rocket, rod, Peter, family jewels, Moby Dick, sausage, ball head, shine, 
fire hose, skin flute, tallywhacker, bed snake, yogurt shooter, stick shift, peace, meet the mom of the microphone, captain, cucumber, custard launcher, the third leg, one, ding dong, wee wee, soldier, wood, flesh tower, hog, hose, meat and two veg, meat popsicle, love muscle, short arm, the sex pistol, the cave hunter, foot long, womb broom, baby maker, Vlad the impeller, bratwurst, chopper, John Thomas, extendo, lizard, old boy, Pringles can, pitch tent, schnitzel, the Willy Wonka, whoopee stick, wedding tackle, dagger, jimmy, beaver basher, pickle, schwans, kickstand, master sword, tube steak, dipstick, ramrod, that thing, lethal weapon, anaconda, kielbasa. Thank you so much, Leroy. That was a list of 100 ways to say penis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I had a favorite down this thing, even though I was reading them quite fast. Oh, oh, hold on. God. My favorite one was womb broom what the fuck <laughs> oh my god anyway thanks so much Leroy. thanks for, for the letters guys yeah it's great we'll do vaginas next week great can't wait i know you can't so excited i'm i guess thank you for the letters oh it's one on here that i didn't i didn't see that i've heard before it's, it's baloney pony if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, <laughs> you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Car Artists, and send it to us that way. Please don't send us penis, just penis terms. You know what happens when you tell people not to do things. I know. You should have just shut up. That's how, that's best results. Don't give people ideas, especially <sighs> if you like Leroy Ketchum, because that's a challenge. Oh, my God. Can't don't do wait. it, Leroy. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't encourage him. What you mean? He the one that started this. He encouraged me. And you encourage him by saying don't do it. I so, don't know yeah. why I'm friends with you people. Go on. Go on what? You have some viral posts this week. I do have some viral posts. You shut you clo did you close out the letter? I did. Oh, okay. Viral posts. <laughs> I got some viral posts. Let me pull them up on my phone though. Because they're on my phone. Okay. My brother dating a white girl. Finally, I get to be the favorite child. Let's go. <laughs> like, I wonder what she been doing to not be able to be the favorite child. Like, who knows? I, I'm not the favorite. I'm my mom's favorite. I'm not my dad's favorite. And I didn't do shit to not be his favorite other than skip school when I was 15, apparently. That's the only reason he can give. But. Yeah. Um. My family, they, them niggas in my family, they so many white bitches. Like at this point, nobody cares. Like <laughs> that's not something that would make you the least favorite in my family because it's just it's so rampant. I think I said this before, but my daddy one day we was just driving, and my daddy used to just pull over and say shit. <laughs> so you know his brain be working. Like so, we'll be riding, and you know, mind you, we only spent like some of the summer and mm -hmm. like a week out of Christmas, and maybe a week out of Thanksgiving with him. Mm -hmm. But we'll be just riding in silence, you know. <laughs> when I was like thirteen or fourteen, when he got out of jail, he'll pull over and turn around and say some shit like, "Y'all sister got bigger balls than either one of y'all ever have," <laughs> and then he'll just pull off and just keep going. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, he did that before. Wow. He did that before. Why? Was that supposed to be like tough love to get y'all to be tougher? I don't think it got nothing to do with nothing. I think that that shit, he was just thinking about some shit and he just got down was like, these boys need to know this. 
<laughs> and I don't even think it was done with no intention, like to try to make us feel any kind of way. But he's, to pull over to do it. I know he used to do shit like that all the time. It's weird. Kept driving to say this shit. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. What did you say before I said that? That that's not something that could make anybody be the less favorite in my family because white oh, bitches. Oh, another terrible. another thing that he did was he pulled over and he said. Y'all better not ever bring no white bitch to my house. And then he got back on the road and pulled over. We kids, man. Like, what? Yeah, so I was like, okay. Whatever. Oh, God, this whatever. is so random and funny. Like, yeah. that he would pull up. Like, it's not even him saying it. It's the fact that he takes the time to pull the fuck over and then say it. He could literally just say the shit. He, he could just say it and he, keep driving. <laughs> So, like, I don't know what be going through my daddy's head at these moments, but that he is some shit. so fucking funny like, and random. What the hell wrong with this? This nigga's institutionalized. <laughs> like, that time I was eating fried chicken with a fork, I was pulling the meat off of the chicken with the fork, <laughs> and he was just like, eat the chicken with your hands, white boy. <laughs> and then just continue his meal. I was like, well, goddamn, what the hell? I can't eat chicken with a fork. It, like, clearly, when you eat chicken at some point, you got to continue using your hands and your mouth. I can't start it with the goddamn, <laughs> you know. Apparently not, according to your dad. You know, I don't like drumsticks. I love drumsticks. I don't like drumsticks because it got that little rubbery fucking tendon shit. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. And so when I'm eating drumsticks, I pull it apart to get that part and then to just, I'll eat the top of it, but I don't want that part even in my mouth. Yeah, it's kind of gross. So... I'd be trying to do that shit, but you know, it didn't you work out. It. Didn't work out then. <laughs> now I'm grown, so I don't even have to buy drumsticks. Back then I just had to eat whatever the fuck they put on the plate. I make my own decisions now, bitches. All right, Boosa. You don't even know where his next meal coming from, D Wade. <laughs> I mean, he should. He's responsible for well, he don't know where his next meal coming from as a child. But I'm pretty sure at a certain point when you're 13 and you've gotten every single meal every day from your daddy, they you pretty know sure where know where it's from. coming from. Yeah. It's coming from my daddy. They might not know what it is. Yeah. Might not know what it is, but it's coming. Yeah. Now, the way I grew up, I didn't know. <laughs> That's why I eat leftovers now. I make food to last for five or six days because when I was a kid, we didn't know when we was going to get the next meal, when mama was going to make something next. So we yeah. had to boil eggs or whatever leftovers was there. We had to hold on to them hoes. <laughs> All right, next one. Y'all ever been to the store and grabbed a fucked up cart and been like, fuck it, I ain't no bitch. I can power through this. And then been mad as hell five minutes later trying to turn down an aisle. Like, fuck, why didn't I just find a cart with power steering? I do that all the time. Yeah, I will do that all the time. Oh, it ain't a big deal. I ain't finna go through this trying to find no other fucking buggy. And then as I'm shopping, it's annoying as shit. <laughs> and I, can, I can't be mad at nobody but myself because I could have remedied and didn't. <laughs> you're right. I mean, I can kind of deal with that. What I can't deal with is when you get a buggy with one of them wheels that keep just spinning around because it ain't fully <laughs> on the floor, and it be like, <laughs> like I'd be like, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> If I got to keep listening to this, I'll go right back up to the front and get another buggy. <laughs> but it's the same situation where it's like, I knew that shit was going on when I got the buggy mm -hmm. and it wouldn't have been hard to just get another buggy. But like, I just kept that buggy because I didn't want to go through the simple task of just changing buggies right there. It's the same thing. I will go. It's even now because the house I live in now, if you go to the front, it's stairs. If you go through the garage, it's stairs. It's just stairs. 
I will weigh myself down and fuck my arms up to carry all the groceries in one <laughs> trip. No matter the weather, because I just don't want to have to come back down. And so I have all these like lines on my arm <laughs> for carrying the weight of these fucking things just to avoid going back down. About to damn die. Yes. And when I stayed in the apartment, it was even worse because it was two little flights of stairs. Oh, we going to get this all in one. I'd be mad when I buy dog food because there wasn't no way to do that because I had to get like a 40-pound bag of food because I got two dogs. So ain't no way I'm going to carry this 40-pound bag and bags. So I, that's a giving-to trip situation. Yeah. But yeah, we do a lot of dumb things that don't have to be done. <laughs> Date. D-A-T-E equals dick at the end. I don't know why females be so confused. That sounds really rapey. It is rapey as shit. Jesus. <laughs> I ain't post that for laughs and giggles. I post My that for God. warnings. That is scary. Niggas that think like that is not isn't it's not good that people think like this out it's here. It's not. It's horrible. Dick at the end. No. Yeah, oh that's God. bad. That's scary. Don't don't feed into this bullshit, ladies. Then why you have to look at people's Facebook shit before you go out with them? Like if I if I was go if I told him we could go out and I went on his Facebook and saw that shit, I would cancel immediately. I'm not going out with you. I ain't going out with you if you got a child and and you call him a king on your Facebook <laughs> or on your Bumble or Tinder profile. I'm raising three young kings. Mm-mm. No, you're not. That's not royalty. CDC. To prevent coronavirus, stay home, avoid physical contact, and don't go into large crowds. Introverts, I've been preparing for this moment my entire life. (laughs) Accurate. Okay, this is a scenario. My husband's baby mama threw a party for their 10-year-old daughter yesterday. The baby mama told my husband that I was not invited, so my husband did not go. Now my husband's family, mostly unmarried women, are bashing him for his decision to stand with me and they are accusing him of being a bad father. His own mother said that I should have been upstanding, understanding and not become upset if he had gone to the party without me. The baby mama and I have no bad blood. We have never been disrespectful to one another, have not had an argument or any dispute, but she told my husband that I was not welcome to the party because of my attitude. By the way, his daughter loves me and I'm known for being very kind and direct. Is my husband right for standing with me or should he have left me behind to attend his daughter's party Here's to the satisfy the family he came from? Here's the thing. He should not have attended the party to satisfy the family that he came from, but his daughter's not going to understand all of this dumbass adult shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't have her dad at the party because the adults being bitches. You know, like, and so the person that suffered really in this that nobody meant she didn't mention at all is how the daughter felt that her dad wasn't at her party if it was me now i might be like the fuck wrong with this bitch if she, if she didn't want me to go but i would not want him to not go to his daughter's birthday party to to stand with me you know what i'm saying the fact that we have a conversation about it is enough for me but I wouldn't keep you from going to be with your child because the mama being dumb. Like, if that bitch want to be petted, and let her be petted. It's fine. I'm not going to make the child pay for that. And so, for me, that's the only thing that stood out in that little fucking story. Is, well, how did the little girl feel to not have her dad at her, par- her birthday party? 
and not really understand why the fuck he wasn't there because she 10 she's not gonna understand the dynamic i don't even understand it because it's dumb and i'm gonna do so to me he was wrong not because he should have did what his family wanted him to do i think that he should have been like this is my daughter and, and for, you know that's something that needs to be worked out because obviously this is going to continue to be a problem i don't think he was wrong why On a hierarchy of wrongness, if we're considering what's important to the daughter, the mama is the problem. She is. Um, because even if daddy had come, mama is still removing a person that that 10-year-old has come to value in the stepmama. True. So. But she removed two people by him not going. And but I don't think the daddy can condition mama that this shit is all right. No, and I'm not. But here's the thing. This is the same thing that kind of happens when some dads are absent in their kid's life totally. Because mom acting up, mom crazy, so they just don't go around because you don't want to deal with the baby mama drama. But the kid suffers in that. So where, at what point do you deal with the bullshit for the kids sake so it depends if this is a joint custody situation where dad gets time with her himself mm -hmm. you're gonna upstage that party number one oh, she's yeah. gonna have her own fucking party my family coming everybody coming she ain't gonna forget that goddamn shit but she's gonna forget mama party mm -hmm. now if it's a situation where daddy don't have joint custody he never get her yeah daddy gonna have to make them sacrifices mama clearly got the leverage so in that situation yeah daddy probably should have went to the to the gathering i'm you know i'm just the the fact that the daughter has a relationship with the stepmama i assume that the daughter spent time with the stepmama and the daddy without the mama hopefully so, so. i'm assuming like because ain't no other way for her to build a relationship if, if she never with them by themselves yeah if mama act this way towards stepmama it, that that would you know imply that daughter is never around stepmama i wonder what happened because i feel like something's missing now Friends, hmm. well the stepmama in this thing said some she said i'm known she said i ain't we ain't never had no bad blood enough yeah. she said i'm i'm direct Direct means something. She yeah, does something yeah. to indicate direct. Direct means she done told somebody something or said something to somebody. Or that, told her something. Yeah, that that was a problem. <laughs> even yeah. though they don't got no bad blood. But she said she don't like her attitude. So something has been done been that she ain't putting in this story. Yep. Uh, but the reason I answer the way I answer and I say that daddy ain't wrong necessarily is because if it's about the relationship with the child, you can just do them at two separate moments. Yeah. Like, it would have been a lot more problematic if a salty ass daddy was at her birthday party and at some point was going to confront mom or a daughter could see both of them and know that there's something going on mm -hmm. because she can't get mommy and daddy in the same picture or some shit. You know, so to me, if, if that would exist with daddy there, I think it's best for daddy not to be there. And if I was daddy, I'm throwing the fucking biggest bash of her life. I don't even give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I'll tell my ex, listen, I'm going to tell you right now that every time you tell us that she can't come, she going to forget your birthday party existed. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, but it is about the child. That's the But you got to balance thing. out you do. it being about the child, what you're conditioning this person to say, I'm going to do this to this person anyway, with 
you know, what's right. But I mean, one thing I like is that the stepmama didn't say he couldn't go. It's like it seemed like it was his decision yeah. to not go. And But it don't sound like baby mama been doing this. They've all been getting along. So, like, this isn't a regular occurrence or this isn't, like, feeding into some negative behavior that she's been having. That's why I said I want to know what she left out of the story. Yeah. What is it that created this? If you say y'all got along and everything was fucking fine, something happened. That lady did not just wake up one day and be like, that bitch can't come to the party. Like, yeah. something <laughs> happened. Something definitely happened. <laughs> on to the next one. A girl will lay in bed with you with a shirt on from three relationships ago. Focus on yourself, King. <sighs> <laughs> you know it goddamn do i have old stuff from over um uh, i have a pair of shorts i do guys if a girl wear a t-shirt to bed with you that's long enough to be a dress she didn't buy that <laughs> <laughs> that's a nigga shirt <laughs> that she kept yeah i don't know how you should feel about it if it smells like cologne she ain't washed it and she want that scent still there oh that'd be rude as fuck to crawl yeah. in the bed with somebody <laughs> yeah yeah, that'd be real rude. Focus on yourself, King. Jesus. After sex, if she start drawing on your chest, get up. She about to ask a dumbass question. <laughs> <laughs> you do do that when you're thinking. Yep. <laughs> and start writing, right? <laughs> start looking up at him. And you look down like, oh, shit. <laughs> what's, finna come, what's, finna, what's she finna say? Yeah, that's true. That <laughs> is true. Yeah. Get the fuck up. <laughs> Her pH balance is off because you used her scented hand soap to wash your dick in her sink. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that hand soap is not for body parts. It's not made for that. It's made for you to wash your hands. Yeah. They got special stuff to put in the in the taco. Can't think of a better word for taco right now, but taco work. Thanks, Leroy. Being Jay Z must be exhausting. Can you imagine all these niggas coming up to you to talk business when you're not that smart yourself? I mean, I don't think I would agree with that. I don't know if Jay Z smart or not. I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm saying, what evidence do we have? I mean, his legacy that he's left behind. Like he. But the legacy ain't intelligent. It ain't like a Stephen Hawkins legacy. Well, I'm saying monetarily what he's done with his money as opposed to other rappers that were around at the same time that he came out at the same time that he did. They not, even without Beyonce. Let's not, I know she, he married her. Got, but I don't know. I think he's pretty intelligent as know. evidenced by what he's chosen to do with his money and how he's made his money make more money over the years as opposed to falling to that the That might wayside. just be taking good advice. Like, if I had Jay-Z money, I would have a round table of people telling me where to invest my money, a white man investor, a black man investor. Yeah, but not that's what I'm saying. Not, you think that the Migos doing it? Like, not all rap, even... Well, I, that's the difference between responsible and irresponsible. <laughs> not necessarily smart and, you know, intelligent and, you know, not intelligent. I think he's intelligent. I think them niggas smart at what they smart at. All of them. The Migos <laughs> is smart at ad-libs. <laughs> Jay-Z is smart at talking about selling crack without... Into, uh, in, what is it? Without... Selling crack without what? With, uh, I had the word. Without implicating himself oh okay and a lot of rappers 
A lot of rappers do that. Do That's that. What I'm but not, not all of them do it well because Bobby Schmurter, he went to jail for murders he talked about on the goddamn records. So everybody ain't, ain't good with that. But that's what I, I don't know. I think he's smart. But He's smart to you because he's invested his money well. Yes. But he could have people that's investing his money for but him. But he still had to choose the right people to get him to, to invest. Because, like, look, Hammer. Like, there's so many instances of motherfuckers making a lot of money and then being broke as shit. He's not had that. Do you know the story of MC Hammer? He was, yeah, I know. They said MC Hammer was crazy. Was he crazy? Not crazy like that. Nearly every rapper knows that MC Hammer did not play when it came to beef. Really? Really. They said, so. The on, sliding across the floor nigga was tough? Yes. They said that <laughs> shit throw you all the way off. Yes. It would throw Red me man off. Was, a red man in the interview was talking about MC Hammer because he said something about his mama. On, on one of them videos mm-hmm. and hammer hammer and crew paid him a visit they said look nigga i don't play about my goddamn mama yeah they said mc hammer did not fucking play That's when crazy. it came to beef you would not think that you wouldn't but like <laughs> so vlad tv i don't like vlad he's an ass hat he's they think he the police he begin people to talk about stuff that they shouldn't be talking about, <laughs> and he brag like he basically interviews himself with a, a artist or a rapper or somebody in the room. Mm-hmm. He just telling them all his opinions and shit. That he ain't an interviewer. He's just a nigga that get rappers to talk because mm-hmm. it's a platform. It's a platform. They up yeah. there. But it's really interesting because a lot of these older school rappers be telling stories about people that you don't really know and you don't really have because they. You know, they never tell them. And some of them are dead. Like, a lot of people talk about Tupac in his videos. Mm-hmm. Stuff you never knew. Moments. A lot of people just talk about a lot of stuff. So, I like them. But it's a theme with MC Hammer. Motherfuckers be talking that. about MC Hammer being, like, terrifying in terms of if you said something about him. He was coming for you. I can't. Shit like you can't come to his city type shit. God damn. Yeah, he didn't play about no beef. I'm saying, but that it's That motherfucker MC threw Hammer. on some puffy ass pants and then, you know, shimmy across the floor, goddamn. But wow. it'll shimmy, shimmy across your ass too if you <laughs> fucking around with him the wrong way. Hell no. Uh, ask crackheads for a dollar and a cigarette as they approach you to assert dominance. <laughs> <laughs> get them before they get you. Wow. Man. And I don't carry cash. I don't either. I don't carry cash these days. Mm-hmm. Well, I do now because I start taking copays. So people give me cash for copays. Other mm-hmm. than that, I had no reason to have cash. When I was serving, I easily after a week have eleven hundred dollars in my damn in my damn room. Easy, because <laughs> it take me a long time to go to the bank. But now I don't, I don't. So they ask me for some money, I tell them I don't have any cash, and I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of them this week. My homeboy and his girlfriend got in a heated argument and she called the police on him just because he had warrants. When they were putting him in the car, he asked them if he could make one call. Since he was cooperative, they allowed him to. He hit somebody up and gave them his girlfriend's address. About 13 minutes later, while he was still in the car being processed, Renaissance popped up and wiped out that bitch whole crib. As soon as you heard, as soon as you learn how to fight Petty with Petty, you'll gain new weapons in your arsenal. <laughs> 
That is petty as fuck, and it's hilarious. I don't know, man. It's fucked up because I mean, is that saying that we broke up now? Because if you, if you get out of jail, fight? but if you get out of jail and come back to her spot, but baby, he, if he maybe, did that, he ain't planning on coming back. I guess not. She ain't got shit now. <laughs> That's petty as fuck. Do Rena Center really make enough money with people who actually pay for their stuff to lose out on stuff when people like just dip with it? I don't know. I don't know how they're still in business because it seems like that's like the running joke is that people don't pay for their shit. But they do come get it, don't they? If they They'll know where you are. They'll come get it and find you, yeah. I don't know. If they don't, I don't know. I just wonder if they make the money back. Because mm. they charge they charge up. They upcharge that motherfucker. Oh yeah, you pay like twice at more or more. It's like it's like a car note. If your car note say you owe a six thousand dollars left, that's not with the interest on it. Yeah. So now when you pay your bill and you look at a breakdown and to show the interest, but so you believe you owe so rental center will say that it's seven hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. but as you pay that, you know, fifty dollars a week. It's like double that by the 25 of it's going to interest. <laughs> so it, it, it's a system that keeps. So I'm just wondering people who pay for it all the time if they make money mm. off of that. I don't know. They got to. They open still. Yeah, they, they got, got a bunch of them. Renaissance is, is everywhere. Yeah. So. All right. I got like four four more. Okay. These are relationship oh, bird basements. Yeah. One or two of these may turn into a conversation. Females be wanting your spot because your your dude look good. Sis, this dude is a whole mental patient. You ain't even tough enough. <laughs> Why you with him then, said? Because you you started loving him before you found out. <laughs> <laughs> the representative was a motherfucker, boy. The representative was in this bitch spinning around and making flowers and pee out of his hand. <laughs> hey, boo. Oh, you so sweet. You so nice. Damn. He was cleaning up, washing the car. Goddamn picking you up for shit, being dependable, being consistent, saying the right shit like he reading it out of a goddamn book or a movie. <laughs> and you in here like, I can't believe I done found this person. And three months later, you know, you get that first little hint that some shit might be going wrong when he get mad or respond to your certain way. And you be like, oh, I ain't never seen this part before. <laughs> but you know what? All that other shit. And then the representative, once the representative is gone, gone, all you got is mental health patient. <laughs> that's all you got left but you care about him too much now yeah you've invested in his being fixed which women do that we do women like that yeah. they want to influence you get a fixer upper yeah, yeah that's how they do they they get a man they be like i did i did a note about it one time it's called a puzzle piece analogy i don't know if you remember that I, it's a puzzle piece analogy where my theory is that Women want to influence the man that they want to be with. They want to have put some work into him becoming what they value. Mm -hmm. And so if you put that on a scale of puzzle pieces, some women want a 10,000 piece project. Someone want a thousand piece project. Someone may want a 10 piece project, but no, no woman want a puzzle that's already put together. And so when a nice dude come along who seemed to have it relatively together, and he's just like, not a fixer-upper at all. Mm-hmm. He, she bypassed him, <laughs> and she go holler at the dude who needs some help. <laughs> and the nice dude from across the street is looking like, why she ain't hollering at me, but she hollering at this garbage, broken-ass nigga? <laughs> it's because you are a put-together puzzle, sir. 
And she don't know what to do with that. <laughs> she know what to do with niggas with anger issues. She know what to do with a nigga that got family problems. She know what to do with a dude that is disrespectful. She don't know what to do with a dude who hold the doors and open the doors up. She don't know what to do with that. She be like, this is different. I don't know if I like this or not. <laughs> um, But yeah. That's what happens. So women want a little bit of mental patient. They just don't want all the way mental patient. They want the they want anxiety. <laughs> they don't want schizophrenia and um, borderline personality disorder. Oh Christ! Yeah, no. <laughs> is scary. All right, women are expected to work like they don't have children and raise children as if they don't work. Sending love to every woman who feels like she's being measured by impossible standards. I mean, what you think? You know, <laughs> I'm sure your daddy didn't do nothing to help raise y'all. No, did he do anything? Money. Can you 99 percent to one percent? Like, does uh, does money count in that percentage, or is it just physical shit that you do? If you are asking about physical shit that you do, zero. That's 100 percent my mom. Money. You know, he gets a higher percentage. Didn't you say your daddy cooked a meal for y'all one time? It was. Squirrel, and he did it because he wanted to make me eat squirrel because I love Bambi, and then tell me later that it was squirrel because he said it was fucking chicken. He's an asshole. Did you eat it? I when I thought it was chicken. So he told you why you were in the middle of your meal. I had about finished the piece of squirrel, and he was like, "You know that squirrel," and I'm like a huge Bambi fan. Okay, woodland creatures was my shit. And I didn't eat a squirrel. Did you cry? Yes. <laughs> I cried. I was traumatized and I never ate anything else he offered me. Listen, I'm sorry to say this, but that's 1%. That is not 1%. Asshole 1%. No, it isn't. But it is 1%. It's not 1%. Has he ever washed clothes? No. Washed y'all car? Washed the car for y'all? No. I don't know what happened. <laughs> She just playing a whole song. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> My phone. You gonna play a whole goddamn song <laughs> on your phone while we recording My podcast? My phone just—I don't know what's wrong with it. Um, no, he didn't wash the car. My mom washed her own car. She washed her own car now. He just worked. Yeah. Brought money home mm-hmm. and cooked squirrel one time. Yes. He didn't discipline us. His discipline was giving you the silent treatment if he did something he didn't like. It wasn't actually like having a conversation. You ain't never got a whooping from him. Mm -mm. The whoopings came from mama. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I can't think of. Let's see. I mean, no, because even Christmas presents, he just gave my mama the money and she went and bought it and like put his name on it. But (laughs) um, no, mm -mm. money about it. Money about it. Next Two more How do you handle a friendship with a man Who's in an abusive relationship I've already offered to fight her What are my other options Same options that you have If I was in an abusive relationship If a woman was hitting on me And I was taking it and letting you know about it What do you do I mean it's the same if you were a female friend of mine Get whooped up by a dude Like there's only so much that you're going to be able to do in a situation like that. That person has to get to a place 
where they're ready to leave. You can say all day long, I can talk shit about her to you. I can tell you that bitch ain't shit. Fuck her. I can tell you I'll whoop her ass for you. I can do all of those things. But until you're ready to leave, none of that's going to matter. And some people get mad at you because they still in that cycle. So it's like, the, you you just hating. <laughs> so I would be as supportive as I could till you got to that place. Try to make sure she don't kill your ass. But like, it's the same thing if you have a female friend that's getting abused. There's only so much that you can do. You grown. I can't save you from her. <laughs> like, so I would be as supportive as I could. But there's only so much you can do. And that's the sucky part about shit like that is that you can't. Because if you going back <laughs> every time she whoop your ass, not a lot I could do. I guess you're right. I don't do abuse. I don't do drama. No, because you're too even killed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, this was a fun ride, <laughs> but this is my stop. <laughs> Pull the string. <laughs> Breaks. Uh, bye, everybody. <laughs> Step off on that ride. Shit's over. That's just, that ain't even with abuse. That's with drama. Yeah, I know. You know. Last one. Black women. It's homophobic and biphobic to not date a man just because he's bisexual. Kiss my ass. Follow me for a second. Kiss my ass. It's not homophobic. It's biphobic? Is I don't it think it's not biphobic. Because if that's the case... <laughs> Saying that you wouldn't date, I wouldn't date a woman either because I'm not interested in dating women. I'm not homophobic. I'm not interested in dating women. I'm not interested in dating a man that dates men. He can do whatever he wants. I'm not. I'm not going to, you know, fuck with him about it. But I personally, that's my preference. So I don't think it's biphobic either. You can't tell somebody they have to do something or else you homo, you biphobic. Like, no, the fuck I don't. Now, what I can't be doing is going around being disrespectful to bisexual men. But you ain't going to tell me I got to date one or you or I'm biphobic. Bitch, bye. Go find somebody that wants to date a man that sleeps with me. There's plenty of women out there. I'm just not one. And I, I have a right to be that way. I feel. But now I wouldn't call it biphobic. I don't think it's biphobic if a man doesn't want to date a woman that dates women. There's some men that don't that ain't into that. Hmm. And it's never a question. It's only women that get questioned about this shit. Well, no, I guess you people like you are you gay? I guess we'll ask a guy that <laughs> you don't want to date a woman that like women. Yeah, there's a different dynamic. It's a different dynamic. Why? Because of how society looks at homosexuality with men versus how society looks at homosexuality and women. It's accepted in with women. More with, accepted. Yeah. yeah. But it is. With men, it's just not it's nobody likes it if you don't fool with it. Yeah. And nobody understands it. And our society try to contort itself to saying it's not right. 
and it's wrong for these different ways. Uh, and they believe that about women too, but they're just not as aggressive with the message. Yeah. It's, it goes along with toxic masculinity. You know, we already look at women. It's easier for women to hug and say, girl, you look good in that dress. Mm-hmm. And the women can already do those things that are lateral with romanticism. Yes. But y'all have to say, you're going to get all the bitches tonight. <laughs> yeah. We, we, well, you know, that's our way of doing it. It's very <laughs> passive, but like we, we can't have a direct lateral to romanticism. Women can say you look good in that dress as yeah. to where your mate can also say that. Yeah. You know, you can say, girl, you pretty. Whereas to your mate can say that. And you can do that as friends. Mm-hmm. Men can't do that as friends. <laughs> men can't have lateral romanticized dialogue yeah. with other men. And so when you see men together actually having a romantic relationship situation, you look at it from the standpoint of men ain't supposed to be doing this. Where when you see women, it's like when women do that shit all the time. <laughs> I mean, clearly they in a relationship. But it ain't as bad as when men do it to society. I guess. But yeah, so, I don't I don't agree that that's biphobic. I think that's just the preference. Huh. I don't have a it's problem really with confusing. bisexual men at all, but I just don't want to date one. I don't I'm trying to I'm trying to process this in my head right now. If you have a problem with that man because he's had sex with men, is that a problem? If I have a problem with that man because he's shorter than me? Like, I feel like it's the same as any other characteristic that you may not be able to help. You can't help being short. Can't help that. And... You may have everything else going for you and everything else might be great. But if you're shorter than me, that bothers me. And I'm probably not going to date you because I'm weirded out by it. I feel weird. I don't like it. Well, this conversation is coming out because of love at first sight, clearly. And on that, as a bisexual dude who has struggled with being bi. Yeah, but he kept it from her and then sprung it on her. And then when she didn't respond to it the way he wanted her to, he started calling her out of her name. But but the thing about it is that before he was triggered, she was seemingly open to have a conversation about what mm-hmm. what it would look like moving forward. Like, it don't seem like her idea was to abruptly cut it off and that's it. Yeah. She was willing to have a conversation until he was triggered and then it turned into that. Mm-hmm. So that woman was willing to potentially have a relationship with him Mm -hmm. you know what is the fear is the fear that it's not a fear well i mean i ain't mean it for you okay i'm just so women who wouldn't date a bisexual man it can't be about the idea that he might go back to men at some point because a straight man can go back to another woman but you feel like you it's a more even playing ground. If he goes back to another woman, I I feel like it's I gotta I gotta even playing ground with her. I actually have a story that kind of well I don't know if it necessarily goes with this, but um, with a man, I don't feel like because I don't know. I feel like that's a different dynamic of a relationship and whatever. I can't offer you that. It's not possible for me to offer you that if that's what you're seeking. Uh, and so I feel like it's just like an uneven 
dynamic. That's what that's what my issue with it is. Um, I can't speak for nobody else, but that's what my issue with it's it is. It's an uneven dynamic. As far as I feel like I, being in competition with other women, I can do that. Being in competition with a man, I don't know, because I don't, I don't understand the dynamic of that your relate the the relationship that they have. So I don't even know if I could compete with that. I don't want to try. At least with a heterosexual man, I know all of my competition is gonna be the same, give or take, a hood bitch or two or whatever other characteristics <laughs> like that. But other than, I mean. I don't know. So you is you put yourself in a so men is just another group you don't it sounds like you don't feel like you can win with with a man. May not necessarily. Like I we've talked about I'm not willing to do pegging. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. If that's something that uh, you know that this particular man enjoys or is seeking, I ain't gonna be able to compete with dude with a dick i'm not gonna be able to give you that even with a uh attachment because i'm not willing to do that so it sounds like the underlying idea is that you have a hard time believing that a man was done with men mm. no because men so- because a man's not done with women because he's with me he, it's the same thing he could still go get another woman like the same way so i don't think it's that but what i'm saying is if if you found somebody that was everything you hope to have in somebody well, yeah no i don't think they necessarily bisexuality don't go away because you get what's up it straight. don't go away but what i'm saying is if he's committed himself to you mm-hmm. and wants to be with you for the rest of his life and mm-hmm. he has those qualities that you want to be in him for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Then what makes you think that it would be a competition versus that man has chosen you to be with and he'll do that for the rest of his life because Because with anybody, anybody, you can be cheated on with anybody. I would take it better. I he would probably die. I've said this before. One of the things that would send me to prison, and I don't want to ever go to prison, is my husband cheating on me with a man. I've I've said that before. Like, you're gonna die. I'm gonna kill you. And I'm gonna go to prison. Um, so it's the idea that it's a possibility that that could happen. It's a possibility with women too, but I'm more bothered by the possibility of being left for a man than I am being left for a woman. I know I could be left either way, but I don't want to roll the dice. Gotcha. That's all I got. I'm right. Um, well, I guess I'll go. It's not the same thing, but. And this is something that I've had to kind of, I still don't know how. Anyway, Arizona State House passes bill banning transgender female athletes from playing school sports. Um, the Save Women's Sports Act, which was introduced by Republican Representative Nancy Bardo, will require interscholastic and intramural sports sponsored by educational institutions to explicitly designate sports as for males or for females based on a student's biological sex and so here's my issue transgender does not take away like men are naturally 
stronger a lot of times like the t- you, there's just a lot that goes in so for me it's not fair i would i would be upset if my daughter was having to um play a sport against a transgender female because i feel like it's not an even playing field and i mean they can't help that you can't help what your biology is and i know that but for me that's not even I think I don't know I don't disagree but I think legislation written by people that inherently don't care about the trans community oh yeah is a problem when you start putting things on paper that limits Mm -hmm. this legislation probably gonna have some overlap somewhere I'm sure it will um, but I don't know what the solution is. Well, this is a this is the conversation that I've been asking a question about, and I was saying that at some point we're going to get to a crossroad of where this creates issues. Mm-hmm. Trying to accommodate fully a person's internal existence over their biological existence. Mm-hmm. This is the like the most overt place where you see the differences between the biological experience of a man versus a biological experience of a woman. Mm-hmm. This is the most direct. This is the most direct way to observe it. It is, and so, I don't know what the solution is. I don't. So the, on one hand, do you accommodate the person's internal sex or internal gender mm-hmm. fully? Including allowing them to participate in things where they clearly have superiority because of that biological existence, mm-hmm. or do you fully? I guess you want fully recognize the biological, but you recognize yeah. the biological at a high enough rate to say that these certain things in our society will be, you know, it's different when you participate in them versus not. either way. Somebody's shit gonna get trampled on because the the girls who work their ass off to to play this sport who biologically are not going to be able to match this other person you're trampling on them if you you know what i'm saying like in in this case somebody is going to lose out on something whether it be the transgender kid or it be the uh biologically female kid somebody's going to lose out because and that's not to say that girls can't beat boys, but we're not going to sit up here and act like that biologically that there's not differences in the bodies and abilities of men and women. Um, and we've all, and a part of the reason that we have separated sports is because of that. This legislation is actually, actually very thorough in terms of using uh, peer review articles to support what they saying. Yeah. All they got a whole bunch of different points. So it says that there are inherent differences between men and women and that these differences remain cause for celebration, but not for denigration of members of either sex or for artificial constraints on an individual's opportunity. That is yeah. legislation. 
These inherent differences range from chromosomal and hormonal differences to physiological differences. Men generally have denser, stronger bones, tendons, and ligaments, and larger hearts, greater lung volume per body mass, a higher red blood cell count, and higher hemoglobin. Peer review article. Mm -hmm. Four, men also have higher natural levels of testosterone, which affect traits such as hemoglobin levels, body fat content, the storage and use of carbohydrates, and the development of type 2 muscle fibers, all of which result in men being able to generate higher speed and power during physical activity. Another peer review article. So, I mean, this, this sounds like a relatively responsible legislation in painting a picture of why somebody that was born biologically male will have higher capacity to perform in sports than biological, as biological female. Yeah. So, it, it seems relatively responsible. I'm, I was reading it looking for some gotcha. Yeah. You know, you just trying to use this legislation to do something else, but... This is really it's it's not bad legislation. Like I said, if I had a girl playing base uh basketball and there was gonna be a transgender there was a transgender girl on the opposite team that was playing with I, I would have a problem with that because it's not a it's not a level playing field to me. And I get that that person can't help it. But my do, daughter can't help it either. Do you think that person should play with the boys? I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the solution is because I mean, there's not enough trans individuals to have a trans own, league. Yeah. I mean, if they play with boys, they clearly going to be on the bottom totem pole they of are. that. But if they play with girls, they're on the top totem pole mm-hmm. of that. So I don't know what the solution is. It's not for them to play with boys. Um, but I don't know what the solution is because I still don't think that again, it's not a level playing field. It's not the same. Um, you are going to have some advantages, whether you mean to or not, whether it's something that you have control over or not, you have those advantages still. Again, this is why we've always had split gender sports so that you are competing against people that are within the same baseline as you. So, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Well, I don't know. It's a conversation that's continued to have, be had, but and as as difficult as it is to say this as an ally, I don't think we can pretend that your biology doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when it comes to something like this, where biology has a lot to do with performance. A trans man still has a uterus. Mm-hmm. A trans woman still has a prostate. Mm-hmm. At some point, a trans woman gonna need a finger in their ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I hate to say it like that, but when medically, at some point, yeah, what your bi bi um biological origin is is going to have to play into your health decisions. It, it I just don't think it's responsible to absolutely pretend like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say pretend. To invalidate that biology. Yeah. You know, because if you go to your doctor and like your doctor should be the person that you say, I was born a male, I'm a trans woman. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for my treatment future? Who am I going to have to tell that I am a bio- biological male? And hopefully you got a doctor responsible enough that can give you some insight onto how to make have that conversation. Yeah. You know, but it's also another part of the world that 
is a little less complicated than that. I mean, a little more complicated than that, and that's dating. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of conversations is if you've acknowledged yourself as a woman, but you were born a biological male, why should you have to tell the men that you date that you were born a biological male? That's another one of those moments where it's like, you can't pretend like your biology won't be important to that person. Mm-hmm. Just like anything. It's like anything. If you're, if you can't have kids, mm-hmm. just when you meet somebody who you want to be in a relationship with, they, that's probably something they need to know. Cause they have to make a determination as to if that's something that they can deal with or not, because yeah. they have a right to make that determination. Yeah. So, so. but anyway, Nathaniel Woods. <laughs> Jesus. So Nathaniel Woods is a black man that was on death row in Alabama mm-hmm. from a killing of three police officers in 2004. And a whole bunch of attention came to him before he was executed, which he was. A whole bunch of information came to him because he didn't actually pull the trigger. He was not the f- person who shot the police officers. Mm-hmm. His friend did. And in Alabama and probably in your state too, there are things called accomplice laws, Mm -hmm. which means that if you participate in a crime, then you can get the same charges as a person who commits something more heinous than you did. Mm -hmm. So Nathaniel Woods got charged with murder of those officers because his friends killed him. And the way that the story played out, he led the uh, cops to an ambush. Mm -hmm. Now, witnesses and testimony and things indicate that he might have been as surprised as the police officers. But I'm going to tell y'all right now, when it comes to police officers and dogs, people forget humanity, logic, and our current legal system. If you kill police, police officers, and the system that we live under do not care about the ripple effect of damage that it causes to people. They don't care about the irrationality of why people get charges, how they get charges, how much time they get if they get on a death penalty. They don't care. They don't care if you've served your time and you did your thing. When it comes to dogs, they don't care. You know, they're not going to ever say you're, you know, he did his time, he did his, you know, service to the country by serving that time and now he's out. That's a blank slate. Nobody, Mm-mm. when it comes to dogs and police, if you hurt them, all rational shit go out the window. Uh, but I do want to point out something that happens because with Nathaniel Woods trial and his execution, justice was served. The reason that justice was served is because the justice, the term justice has been defined by white America. Mm-hmm. Justice means that laws that he broke were applied to him mm-hmm. and his execution was carried out because of that now justice being served doesn't mean that what happened was right but there were all of the judges were white except for one on his uh, on his trial out of the judges that could have tried his case mm-hmm. and that's an electable position 
Um, the DA was white, electable position. Um, all the lawyers were white. And the jury of his peers were, it's like two black people on, on there. The problem is we're not out here voting enough to get those judges more represented. I think we are now because this is Birmingham situation. So mm -hmm. in Birmingham, we got like most of our judges are black now. Mm -hmm. um, so much so that they're trying to move one of our judge seats from here to Madison County because they want one less judge, which is not going to be a white judge. It's going to be a black less black judge. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. We now have a black DA, Danny Carr. You know, so his case is going to go different. Oh, we also try differently though. For elected positions, you think that if it, if all of these elected position people have been black that they wouldn't have made the same decision? With three police officers being killed? I don't know. I don't know. And a fourth injured? I don't know. It's not like it's not like a black individual in the midst of a bunch of white people. I mean, this is this is turning into a black system. Mm -hmm. And so if he would be given the same thing, I'd be more confident that he would be handled as equally to his white peers mm -hmm. than not to me that's what it's about it's about giving a black person the same opportunity to be fucked <laughs> as similar to a white person which we don't have a history of that in alabama especially white people get less time less sentences they never get put on the death row uh at, at the same rates and some of them do just as heinous shit mm -hmm. you know and so I just don't uh, – another part of that is that we don't go to jury duty. We try to finagle our way out of jury duty so men can have no black representation on that jury. Mm -hmm. You know, they are the ones who allowed all of those charges to be applied to him. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was half black, then it may have been people in there saying, well, he didn't actually pull the trigger. So I don't think that he should get this capital murder charge with the death penalty because he didn't physically pull the trigger. I understand that this law exists, mm -hmm. but a jury at the end of the day still have say so in that, mm -hmm. whether he gets that charge or not and whether that charge can be applied. So I think this is a situation where people were saying on Tuesday that voting ain't shit. And on Thursday when he was about to be executed, they was like, Kay Ivey shut this down. The governor of Alabama was not finna shut this down. She was never gonna do like that's <laughs> this was never I don't think it was gonna go a different way. Um uh, Governor Ivy was not gonna stick her neck out. She did not want that kind of smoke from um uh, what is it called when you par for pardoning or not pardoning but because he wouldn't have been pardoned, but he would have been uh what is it called? When you lower the sentence and they're not on death row anymore, mm. I can't remember what it's called. She wasn't finna do that because she didn't want that smoke that she was gonna get. These are three white police officers that got killed in Birmingham, Alabama. It's never gonna go a different way. It just wasn't. Is a commuted sentence? Yes, commuted, commuted. Cause they could have commuted it to life. Um where he wouldn't have died that day. But she was not finna do that. 
She didn't want that smoke. She was not. Mm-mm. It was not. That wasn't gonna happen. The problem in this dynamic is the law. If we don't believe that an accomplice, even in a scenario where he don't know shit about what's going to happen, can be charged with the shit that they friend do, we need to be voting in local legislators that will fight to change that legislation. Mm-hmm. We need to be voting in judges that will hear those arguments differently. We need to be fighting for DAs that won't be overzealous at seeking the death penalty. And we need to be participating in the legal system in a way that gives us a voice at the table when it comes to how white people would treat black people unless black people is in the room. So at the end of the day, this man was going to die. Mm hmm. And I knew he was going to die. Even when the Supreme Court came in and and stated. Yeah, he was going to die. He was going to die at some point. There's no way Kay Ivey was going to let this happen. Mm -mm. She's got to support the police. But it was wrong. But that's because I don't agree with the law. And I don't agree with the death penalty either. So that's all I got for that story. All right. Um. So Kenneth Petty, Nicki Minaj's husband. Listen, marrying a celebrity does not put you above the law. <laughs> Kenneth Petty is supposed to be registering as a sex a sex offender, and he failed to do so, and so now he got a case. You cannot do that, and you definitely cannot do that. When you are in a public ass marriage with one of the most well known female rappers in the business right now, um, sir, go register. Just go fucking register. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, you just gonna cause more problems for yourself by not registering. You not registering don't make it any don't make you any less guilty of the charge that you were found guilty of, sir. Now, they did throw out one of the, um, oh, no, they threw out his sex offender case, registration case. They, well, dismissed it. But he's still facing federal charges. You have to register. Just register. Daddy took his passport and everything. He can't do shit now. Do you know why? Do you know why he's uh, on the sexual offenders list? Something to do with a young girl some years ago. Him and a girl had sex when they were both 16. Are you sure? I mean, I'm as sure as the Breakfast Club is. <laughs> That's not illegal. It is illegal if the parent find out and they press charges on the boy. If you're the same age, it's illegal if you are a certain number of years above. Well, I mean, did that... That legislation is newer. I mean, within the last twenty. So it depends on what year they were both sixteen that that happened. I don't think that's ever been okay. like the rule. The rule now is two years and a day. Mm-hmm. So if you're two years and a day older than that person, that's statutory rape. Mm-hmm. If you're in that range, then it's not. It's not. But like shit been going on like this forever I with know. white girls and black boys. They could be the same age, mm-hmm. but black boys still get prosecuted for rape. 
And so why? I mean, that but can, not statutory. Is he? Is he? Is it a statutory now, rape charge or I, a rape charge? I don't know. Now I don't know when he was sixteen. He knocked the girl out with these hands. Because and then, a rape charge is different from a statutory charge. Statu- statutory rape cases and people getting put on the sex offender list for that has always been an issue because yeah when you see sex offender you don't think of somebody who was um 18 with a 16 year old you think of somebody that like raped somebody like you were an old man with a really young kid but rape (laughs) different story let me quit so i'm getting in a position where it sounds like i'm defending him Mm-hmm. when the reality is there's a lot of people on the sexual registry that are on there for reasons Bullshit that they shouldn't reasons. be on there. Yeah. Like if somebody peed outside of an elementary school and got caught. They could be put on the sexual registry. They could be put on the sexual yeah. registry. I don't like the sexual registry. It's too subjective. It's too easy for a kid to get put on it really Ooh. fast and, and they can never get off of it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I really do. You know, I had, I had a case where a kid... Uh, had sex with a girl when they were both 14 but the daddy found out when they were both 16 so when they filed the case they put the daughter's age at 14 and the kid's age at the age he was when he got on the case 16 and they immediately gave him a probation officer they immediately came and arrested him like they did all of this stuff and the only reason the case got closed out is because nobody knew that that's what the documentation said. Mm-hmm. He had been going through this for a year and a half, two years, until they found out that the documentation had him listed at 16 when it happened. When they were like, wait a minute, he's 16 now. And so and is she's she. she's 16 now. Mm-hmm. How could this... And then that the case got threw out because of that. But man, they immediately went to go fuck his life up because of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I'm trying to go back and see what it looked... What, his criminal history looked like. It all stems from his 90, 1995 conviction for attempted rape. The issue happened when he was 16. Him and the victim was 16. The prosecutor's alleging that he used a sharp object during the encounter. Okay, that's different from statutory. He reportedly served about four years in prison for the crime. Different from statutory. Yeah. <laughs> and as a result, he's a, a level two sex offender. Okay, yeah. That's I wonder different. what level two means. I don't know what the levels are. Let's go to level two. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's a lot different than a statutory rape charge. So this is what Nicki Minaj is saying. He was 15. She was 16 in a relationship. But go off internet. Y'all can't run my life. Y'all can't even run your own life. Thank you, boo. Rape happens in relationships and marriages. So Nicki, shut the fuck up. That's not a, that is not helping <laughs> that's not you taking up for him by saying that oh they was in a relationship so it couldn't have been a rape no it's very possible that it could have been a rape still but married women get raped. so limited details you know i don't want to assume that he had her in a corner with a knife trying to goddamn stab her ass of, and and to having sex with her i don't know man i'm just thinking of like i said a sharp object what else would that be I guess they could have said knife if it was a knife. I don't know. I don't know, man. They could have got into a domestic dispute, and the daddy found out that they got into a domestic dispute, and this don't don't have nothing to do with the sex that they've been having. And the daddy was like, "Well, have y'all had sex?" Well, yeah. Well, why well. are you assuming that it's not just that he did do this shit? It does sound like you're taking up for him because you you're assuming that 
he could be innocent of this and it could be and i mean i guess it could be but i really just what i'm taking up for is the idea that black boys get railroaded deeply when it comes to sexual they do related things but there are black boys that commit rapes there are black boys that commit rapes but i'm just saying when you just give a general sexual offender shit motherfuckers treat people like you know exactly what the case is the same way with people peed outside the elementary school mm-hmm. you know i mean this is me saying this system is fucked up and if you had read that and you said if you had read what what he supposedly did and it said that he peed outside of a school or that him and a girl were the same age but that the i would have been like okay what you read doesn't make me feel any differently than before you read it about him and the fact that he's registered as a sex offender it's not one of those cases to me and i've had kids like again where the parents do get mad even and because it is within where they can fuck this kid up fuck that kid whole life up behind this shit and i'm not with that at all but this don't sound like that i don't want to give him a pass but when it comes to a, a a young boy especially a young black boy that has been accused of rape most of my cases have been that parent mad shit most of them most of them are not these 16 year old just aggressive motherfucking mm-hmm. rapists that do that and so i just want people to inform themselves as much as possible have about you it. seen how he behaves have you ever seen him Mm-mm. okay i mean i could believe that he would rape somebody he probably did at some point in his life but this ain't about like i said this ain't about protecting him i mean it sounded like that is getting caught up in the umbrella of needing to be wary about this system that that fuck black boys over at a higher rate than anybody else so i just like to know for certain what happened and i don't and so, you'll never know because yeah mean, like, i don't and yeah. i'll never know so i'm reserving judgment in the middle of that Nicki Minaj is just surrounded by her brother is in jail for rape mm-hmm. yeah she fucking up not a good look um bill clinton said that monica Lewinsky affair was to manage his anxieties <laughs> and i mean it's so this is like a four-part series on hillary clinton and uh <laughs> he said that the affair he had with monica Lewinsky was something to help manage his anxiety okay bill the ex-president in the upcoming hulu series hillary about his wife likens working in the oval office of being a boxer staggering around after a 15 round prize fight that's been extended to 30 rounds go see a psychiatrist bill and here's something that'll take your mind off it for a while. Clinton, 73, says of his two-year trist with Lewinsky that began in 1995 when she was 22. Everybody's life has pressures and disappointment, terrors or fears, or whatever he continues. Things I did to manage my anxieties for years. Let me tell you something about if my husband cheats on me and then comes say, I just had anxiety and she was helping me with my anxiety. Fuck out of here, Bill. Fuck out of here. Oh, my God. He was managing his anxiety. Fuck Bill too. So last week it was fuck Greg. This week is fuck Bill. I think it's just shit. You know, 
it's crazy because the way he phrased that is just a representation of women being property and owned or it's like a pill. <laughs> it's like, she's nothing. <laughs> she's nothing but an anxiety manager. It's all Monica Lewinsky was. Damn. Oh my God. That shit's crazy. That's fucking terrible what that is. You don't answer them questions, man. <laughs> Why answer them questions? <laughs> Just say, listen, y'all. I fucked up. I fucked up bad. And I know I did. You know? <laughs> There's no excuse for what I did. Don't give excuses. Don't give reasons. Just leave it, leave it alone. <laughs> but my next story. First of all, what is with these men... Bill Cosby was all blind and feeble when he was in court. Harvey Weinstein got a motherfucking walker. Now, he did apparently have to have heart surgery, <laughs> but he is reportedly in protective custody. Guess where? Rikers fucking island. Rikers? Yes. Shit. I can't imagine protective custody in Rikers Island is like much better than General Pop. Like if you've not heard, Rikers Island is one of the worst prisons in America. (laughs) And the fact that his old feeble ass with a a bad ticker is at Rikers Island just tickles me for some reason, given all of the shit that he supposedly did. Um but I see this little picture of him with this motherfucking walker, and I'm like, you was fine before all of this happened. Now you feeble. You supposed to feel bad for you? I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch? I don't. <laughs> don't feel sorry for Harvey. No. Rikers Island is, that's, yeah, good for him. Good for him being on Rikers Island. Because, again, I can't imagine that the fucking protective part of it is much better. Rikers Island is terrible. You know they're supposed to choose jurors that don't really know much about what's going on, like jurors who ain't really been keeping up with the news and yeah. stuff. And so, I mean, it's very possible that they could walk in there and see him and be like, oh, he's crippled. I guess. You know, and just treat him differently because of that, you know. I'm pretty sure that that's, that's strategy. That's like courtroom strategy. Didn't work. <laughs> I mean, he didn't get charged with everything that he should have got charged with. He didn't, but... He didn't get charged with the serious shit, but the stuff he got charged with was still enough to be like, you don't need to be in general population, sir. He got, um... Had to put a stint in his heart. Rikers Mm -hmm. Island ain't gonna be good for a nigga with heart trouble. It's literally one of the worst prisons in America. Like, it's... They gonna Andy his ass in that motherfucker. (laughs) Shawshank Redemption reference. Oh my God, poor Andy. Andy, he got on back though. He got on. He he did what he could. Andy was smart. I mean, smart as it could be. I mean, unfortunately, he had already got raped by the time he got them out of there. But he did get them out. Bunch. They make it sound like it just became a way of life. Yeah. Open up. <clears throat> Open up, buddy. <coughs> oh, that's terrible. Poor Andy. He fought though for as long as he could. But it was a group of them. Then he stopped fighting. Yeah. Just started busting it open in the laundry room. At will. Okay, that's all I have for that. (laughs) Till they beat him up too bad one day. Yeah. They beat him up too bad and the officer was like, "Mm -mm." 
he helped me out with my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was he doing taxes? He was doing something. He was doing taxes for the like the warden. Yeah. Before that jailer. That jailer was trying to figure out how to oh, get yeah. some money transferred over and he was basically like he walked up to him and said, I know how to help your wife, sir. He's what you say about my wife, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know how to get you that money from your wife without you having to pay nothing on it. He was like, How you do that? So Yeah, he was smart by getting in with the people who could protect him since he couldn't protect himself. I don't think Harvey gonna have that option though. No, he's not. <laughs> he's just gonna get the open booty. Oh God. He's gonna get the meat booty. Thanks, Leroy. He gonna get the old womb broom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but except not in the womb. Oh. In the tomb. <laughs> what is your fucking next story? Uh, but uh, I'm gonna just talk about the coronavirus a little bit. Oh Jesus. I had to sit and listen to y'all talk about this last night. But I go on. <laughs> it's so I mean, look. Be careful, everybody. Yeah. All right. Just wash your hands. Take your sanitizer. Don't like, go buy gallons of sanitizer. Don't be that motherfucker that's buying out all the sanitizer. Listen, if you're somebody who has not taken flu shots regularly and who has not gotten the flu, you'll be fucking fine. <laughs> Apparently, your life is set up to where you don't get close enough to people for them to get you sick, <laughs> to not flu sick. So you're fine. Coronavirus is just another virus. It is not spreading any faster than the flu spreads. The only problem is we don't have treatment for it. We don't have preventative measures for it, and we don't have cures for it. So people are, you know, they just making sure that while something is being developed we slow down the transmission of it mm-hmm. and that's by being careful don't you don't need a mask unless you're already sick you know a mask helps keep those droplets that transfers the disease from going to other people it don't stop you from getting it if you got a mask on but you're not sick yep you know if you're sick if you got a mask on and you still talking close to somebody who got that shit and they don't have a mask on and they cough on your mask your ass still gonna get the goddamn disease, okay? That's what's gonna happen. Oh, you know, so masks need to go to those people, not to you. Yep. And if you are a sickly person, though, then it is what it is. You know, I just hate, the only thing I hate is how the government's responded to this and how Trump is responding to it by calling it a hoax and by making it seem like it's just Democrats using it as a tool because it's an election year. Oh, my God. And it ain't like they're not going to use that shit. You know, if this turned out to be a horrible response and the coronavirus make damn near all Americans sick and old people start dying like hell, all why Donald Trump was calling a hoax. Yeah. You know. Not a good look. I mean... It'd be interesting if all the conservatives just started dying out. All the conservatives just started dying out because Trump convinced them it was a hoax. <laughs> so they was coughing and sneezing in front of each other's face. And it spread like hell amongst that group. And they all died. It's would be weird. Um, but it's not as big of a deal as, as it probably seems because of how many people are talking about it. Because talking about how many deaths have risen and death toll. If we had that same counter for the flu, clearly it will be the case. But again, it's hard to compare it to the flu because for the flu, we got preventative measures and a vaccine and everything needed to, you know, maintain it. And still, people are dying from it. Mm-hmm. The flu. Yep. 
So imagine what's gonna happen with this shit if we don't really get it under wraps. So what you got? Indiana Olive Garden manager fired for granting customers requests for a non-black server. That shit happens. 16-year-old Amira Donahue, a hostess at the restaurant in Evansville in southwestern Indiana, said the customer, a white woman, complained to a manager about her and the other black hostess working during the dinner rush. She made comments to me about my coworkers concerning my race and saying that I should work at a strip club instead. That's stupid. And then the manager come over and said, I don't get you a white uh, server, ma'am. Just hold on one second. I heard that when I used to work at Red Lobster, they used to do that. When a black hostess was up there and a white person asked for a white server, they would oblige. But if it was a anybody black was around, they wouldn't do it. You know, hostess work with black and white, all kind of mm-hmm. people. So they get enough input to know this is what they're doing. You know, like, it's kind of like when me and you was having a conversation last week about trans and how hard it is to kind of understand that world. Mm-hmm. And then how a lot of the dialogue that you have about people that are non-binary or who have different pronouns, mm-hmm. where we only use those pronouns when talking to people outside of that person. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, this is another one of those situations where where it highlights the representation of how much you respect a person or group of people when you have to act on their behalf when they're not around. And I've been told that when black folks ain't around, they don't act on our behalf. And I think it's the same. I really think it's the same with a lot of white people. You know, it's like, I'm sure it's some white people out there that when their grandparents say a racial term, they be like, that's wrong, granddad. You can't say that. You know, but a lot of people just let racist-ass conversation go on around Thanksgiving table because what can you do about your family, really, mm-hmm. in that situation? But I think it's a representation of that dynamic. That's rude as fuck. Like, and for you to oblige it, and how does that make the girl feel? Who is not a bad, it's not, you're not asking for a different server because I'm not doing my job properly. Or because I did something wrong, it's because you don't like the color of my skin. Bitch, it's 2020, ma'am. Just don't eat here. Go somewhere else. So, in Virginia, Governor Ralph Northam, which you might recognize his name from Operation Blackface, (laughs) he was one of the people that was out of for blackface he did not resign he's still in his position but he is banning um conversion therapy for minors now if y'all don't know what conversion therapy is that is a therapy that is supposed to take the gay away oh my god uh it's uh, i think it basically conditions a person to not be gay and that's a problem um because it don't work it don't take into account what homosexuality is it treats homosexuality like a behavior that's to be extinguished versus a an internal um affiliation with that 
that sex. Um, but I, I just don't even know how many states have conversion therapy laws. But either way, this is an LGBT rights measure to help the community. He said, this is personal for me as a pediatric neurologist who has cared for thousands of children. Conversion therapy is not only based in discriminatory junk science, it's dangerous and causes lasting harm to our youth. No one should be made to feel wrong for who they are, especially not a child. I'm so proud to sign this ban into law. Look at him going from blackface to LGBTQ advocate. But see, okay, that's fine. But like, man, that is a problem with a lot of the black community. Like, the black community say they doing nothing for us except fucking wearing blackface. But when it comes to LGBT community, oh, here go all the legislation for them. Let's change everything for them. Well, there are black LGBTQ people, too. So, I mean, they may not be overtly trying to help the black community in doing this, but it is going to help some black youth. Because mm-hmm. there are black LGBT kids so either way it don't work no it doesn't anything else hmm. um I'm gonna talk about honeypot for a little while um honeypot is a company that target has helped sell their natural products their natural feminine products mm-hmm and this um, founder and CEO, um, Beatrice Dixon, on that ad said, the reason why it's so important for Honeypot to do well is so the next black girl that comes up with a great idea, she can have a better opportunity. That means a lot to me. And so white people got mad <laughs> because she mentioned a black girl. And they went on the Target's page and started reviewing the products at once, saying shit like awful racist advertising, denoting products as being about for one particular race is just wrong. I will not purchase any of these products. This should be for all women. What are you telling young girls of any other race? Racism, plain and simple. It's okay if you're not white, I guess. Uh, I received a bottle of one of the honey I received a bottle of one of the honey pot cleansers in my bump box description subscription my husband bought during my pregnancy. I thought the product was just all right. And then I saw the commercial where the founder of the company stated that it is to empower black women, not all women, only black women. It made me feel that the company is not only racist, but small minded and not worth purchasing. I would tell all my friends and anyone who asked the products are not worth purchasing. Very disappointed in the company and founder. Like, I don't understand how white people forget that all of fucking America was made for white people. And they have the audacity to be upset that a woman did not say that this product was to empower women, but her business was to empower black women. The fact that she can be a black woman in a world where black women don't have near as many businesses as white women can be empowered to believe that they can achieve something. But they I just don't understand. I don't understand. Because it's dumb. Because it's dumb. 
You know, you know, I was telling my homeboy this the other day. You know how white America treat us? White America treat us like a person that you let borrow money that that has owed you that money for so long that they just don't really believe they're going they know they're not going to give it to you now. <laughs> if that's 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 like white America treat us like you know, like they done got some kind of entitlement now. Mm-hmm. From let you know you let them borrow that money like they give you excuses as to why they not gonna pay you back now, and they treat us like that like they treat us crazy. It's like they know deep down they owe us money, but they also know that they're never gonna pay us. I'm never gonna give you that money. You know, I don't like. I, I just don't like it, man. It really, really irritated me. And um, but what happened? There was a big ass surge of uh, selling them products. Good. And uh, Target shut off their uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. And and she made a lot of money from it. Good. A lot yeah. of people. This had taken her reviews down, getting all those ones. Mm-hmm. Black people came through and brought it back up to a four point nine. Do you know how many black people got to review a product mm-hmm. to get it up to that high? So I just love when black people come through for black people, man. And it just shows me the level of power we could have if we can overcome this psychological trauma that we got left over mm-hmm. and just and just be uh, be empowered. We'll fucking just take over the world if we want to. Good for her. I'm glad that they came through for her. Yeah. It was interesting. But bullshit too <laughs> um that being said i mean that's that's all i got i really ain't got nothing else special we had an hour and 40 okay so um you got anything else on your mind my dog is either i don't i don't even he escaped and then just went to the front door which is what his little weird self do huh just he got out of the backyard. I, I didn't even know he had got out of the backyard till we looked up and he was at the front door just looking like, hey, <laughs> let me. <laughs> He's so fucking weird. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, I don't want him to be the kind of dog that gets out of the backyard and runs away. But that's the expectation. So having him <laughs> just run around to the front door is like, fuck is you doing? <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> but maybe that's a testament that he, you know, his life is. My dogs live good lives. I wish I lived the life half as good as them little niggas. Except all that fucking slipping they be doing on your floor. Yeah, that's kind of funny <laughs> to me. I'm sure they don't find it funny, but well, he has spent Kingston has spent his whole life running on carpet. He has, and his body ain't adjusted to walking on the floor. It hasn't. And he just be sliding. He can't get no traction. Can't get no grip. <laughs> He's falling down the stairs and shit. It's been bad. That's ridiculous. It is. Um. But anyway, that being said, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.